0: So what did the receptionist at the sperm bank say to her clients as they leave? Thanks for coming.
1: Warning. For the next 60 minutes, you will be subjected to strong opinions about life. Listeners of this podcast may experience explosive diarrhea, uncontrollable laughter, And a strong urge to high-five the host, in the face, with a brick. If you experience any of these symptoms, consult your local physician, magistrate, or priest. Welcome to Sweating Bullets Podcast.
0: And we're back. How's it going, everybody? Glad you tuned in to another Sweating Bullets Podcast. Brought to you here from the wonderful, the lovely... Sweating Bullets Studios, and tonight we're doing a little different. Um, Michael couldn't make it, so I had to bring back the old co-host. And as old as she is, she made it out thankfully. Michelle, why don't you give everybody a shout out?
1: I don't know if I want to shout out to all the listeners or ream you for that introduction.
0: You didn't like my introduction? I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought it was a great introduction.
1: No, I. I had to bring back my old, old co-host. Well,
0: you're old, aren't you?
1: I may be old, but you could say, welcome back, Michelle. We are are graced by your presence.
0: Well, I mean, I'm graced by your presence, but I don't know if the listeners are graced by your presence. Well,
1: that's not what you said. You said, I had to bring back the old co-host.
0: Well, how about this? I was thankful... That you were willing to hop on the podcast with me tonight.
1: Well, at this point, I think it would have been worth it. Because I don't think I've ever seen you in glasses before.
0: Well, I'm having issues here lately. With but- seeing things.
1: With seeing things. That sounds very specific. Is, is there something in particular that you can't see? Well,
0: one thing, I can still see my dick. That's good. But with my glasses on, you know, it goes from a six-inch dick to a six-inch dick. So it, it benefits me quite a bit. Okay. So it's lovely for me. So I don't know if it works for my wife, but... Huh.
1: Does she wear your glasses?
0: She should. Oh. <laughs> So, how you been doing?
1: Oh, you know, same shit, different day. Living in the world of post-pandemic.
0: Now, how has the post-pandemic been for you?
1: You know, if I hear one more damn reference to a vaccine, I want to scream.
0: What do you mean? What's wrong with the vaccine? Are you not getting the vaccine?
1: (laughs) Hello, kitty.
0: Damn, you talk to your own cat now.
1: Your, your kitty's in my face. What can I say?
0: Well, my wife likes
1: you. It's not your <laughs> wife. God. I'm no, just... you're, um... I'm just... No, I'm not getting the vaccine. Not unless I absolutely get backed into a corner, and I feel like that's the road that we're heading on. I mean, the latest bullshit I've heard is that... They're going to start putting clinics inside barber shops.
0: Yeah, that was um, Joe Bite Me's
1: new um,
0: brilliant idea to get minorities vaccinated.
1: Oh, it's for minorities.
0: Yes, it's minority communities. He's It's, what's it called? Uh, shots at the sh- Shots at the Shops. That's his little slogan for it. So instead of shave
1: and a haircut, we've got shot and a haircut? Yeah.
0: Well... <laughs> Apparently, I'm thinking he's been watching um, the barbershop. I'm not sure which one, but that's what I'm assuming because he's saying that you know minorities talk to their bar- their barber their barbers, and what better way to get them vaccinated is to have their barber to give them a shot. So you get your hair haircut and then get a shot. You get the jab.
1: So I'm I'm very curious. What folks of of color actually believe. You mean color folk? No. I mean folks of color. Which is very different than colored folks.
0: How? Okay. People people of color. How is that different?
1: Because colored folk is a phrase that was used during segregation as a derogatory term for Uh people who were not white.
0: And all you've done is reversed how you say it. Right. So, people of color... Same thing as color folk or color people. It's the same thing. It's the same
1: words. It's reversed. It has a totally different meaning.
0: How? It's the same thing. It makes no sense to me. I don't use neither term. You're either black or you're white or you're brown or you're pink or you're yellow or you're red. I mean, (laughs) people of color, it's color folk. I've always, I've always gone as you don't call a black person color folk or a colored person Mm -hmm. but now we're saying people of color that's to me the same freaking thing it's the
1: same thing it may be but because you're white it's different
0: okay i'm I'm, i need to get a person of color on my podcast and maybe they can explain it
1: perhaps they can you being
0: casper white that's not going to (laughs) work because even though you got more flavor in you than i do (laughs)
1: you know, <laughs> I, I did last week, anyway. Huh? <laughs>
0: you got to tell me this. No,
1: not on the podcast. That's an after podcast conversation. Okay,
0: fine. I'll tell everybody next week. Oh, my God. Anyhow. Tune in next week for what Michelle just meant that she's not willing to tell on the podcast. <laughs> me, I'm willing to tell all. Anyway.
1: I was saying. folk, That I wonder what the minorities who are clearly being targeted for vaccination would say about this. Is it helpful or is it racist?
0: To For Biden to use the barbershop?
1: Yes. Is that not a prejudice? Is that not an assumption?
0: You know, that's what, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I would say so. So, I mean, if you were
1: targeting white people, what would you set up on a golf course? Starbucks. Oh, <laughs> there you go, Starbucks and the golf course. Starbucks. <laughs>
0: so, I don't know. That's that's odd to me.
1: That that sounds like profiling.
0: It it it
1: does. It's racial profiling. So
0: it's so that is so. Racist. I
1: want to know if. People of color, minorities, black people, whatever you want to call them, the, the people that are being targeted by Biden's vaccine campaign, if they think that that is a nice gesture, is it helpful or is it just as fucking racist as everything that happened during Trump?
0: I don't know. If I go to the salon or the barbershop or see, I have long hair, so I'm not going to a barbershop. I'm going to a salon
2: i'm not looking for gay. uh
0: whatever you know i even condition my hair i take care of my hair i make it look pretty silky smooth but i'm Woody, still not going woody's, to listen
1: woody's date to the salon
0: <laughs> i'm still not going to listen to my stylist at her thoughts or her opinions of a freaking vaccine she's not a doctor so i'm not going to listen to her at all
1: do you know, I actually was talking with one of my co workers one day, and he ended up getting the vaccine, although he was not going to to begin with. His wife had to have it because she worked in healthcare and she was required to get it. And. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, don't go down that rabbit hole just yet. And, uh,. So, you know, the more, the more he talked about it and thought about it, it it wasn't really a big deal to him. And so he decided to go ahead and do it because, you know, his wife didn't need to be exposed and blah, blah, blah. So he was telling me that it was more about the inconvenience of having to find an appointment to get the shot and less about the concerns over the shot. And, and I get that there's been such a, a panic-induced response to this vaccine that everybody's been clamoring for it well maybe not everybody but a lot of the folks have been clamoring for it and trying to get it you all right over there
0: yes i'm just making sure everything's recording is it recording i believe so we can take a pause and double check
1: yes let's do that before we continue okay okay we're back
0: okay we are recording okay we are good hot
1: damn I don't wanna do this again because well,
0: you see I had issues last week when Michael was on. I would hit record and it would automatically stop, so I'm having to I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong with my board
1: anymore. But
0: anyway, continue.
1: You forgot how to play with your board, didn't you?
0: No, I know how to play with my board. I just it's doing something new.
1: Well, I just remember that there are several times that we when when I was the old co host and we come old. by fuck you man.
0: Well you see that was when you were the new co host. Yes. Now you're the
1: old co-host. When I was the the original co host. How about that? Hey.
0: Originality. That's
1: right. right. I'm I'm the OG. I'm the original gangster bitch. So, um <laughs> So when I was the OG on your podcast, there were a couple of podcasts that we did that you didn't record any of it and we sat here and talked to each other for an hour and it was
0: it was actually a very enjoyable conversation we had yes but then you have to do it all
1: over again to send it out to your people
0: and what was bad about it is i hated it because it was a good conversation that we had
1: oh some of the best podcasts never got recorded
0: (laughs) (laughs) or several conversations we've had never got recorded and they should have been recorded but anyways yeah continue your story i'm sorry to interrupt
1: holy shit apparently this new co-host has done you good Usually, you don't care about taking me down a rabbit hole. So, anyway, my co-worker...
0: We're going down rabbit holes, I promise
1: you. <laughs> Leave those rabbits in their holes alone.
0: Uh, I like the holes.
1: My co-worker decided to get vaccinated, and he was talking about how it, it was about the convenience of it, or lack of. And at our place of work, they have, for years, offered flu shots. They actually bring in nurses once a year they'll send out an email for interest and tell us what day that will they'll be there and they pay for it and the nurses come in and we'll give flu shots um, for any any employees that want to get one and he said that had our work provided that for this vaccine that he would have automatically signed up for it and got it now of course i had a lot of opinionated things to say about that but i thought it was interesting that his perspective was more about how inconvenient it was hmm. to to actually get the shot. So, I mean, maybe Biden's on to something here, making the shot more convenient and available to folks to get. Because I think that, if I'm not mistaken, and you know I'm not in the know with all the news and yeah. shit, um, I believe that they're reaching a plateau of people that, you know, have gotten the shot. The people that want it have pretty much got it. And then they're just trying to encourage the rest of us. Did you hear that, um, I think it was Anheuser-Busch or some beer company said that if 70% of eligible Americans get vaccinated by July, then they'll give free beer or free cases or something out?
0: Well, I don't like Anheuser-Busch, so fuck them.
1: (laughs) I'm just saying, it, it seems like all of these companies... and. And, you know, politicians and things are trying to get on the bandwagon. I keep seeing shit on the news and hearing it all over social media about, you know, it almost feels like anti-vax shaming. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I, I get vaccinated. I get all the measles, mumps, rubella, all that shit. I was too old to get the chicken pox, but I wouldn't have a problem getting it now.
0: Why wow, You've already had it. You're not getting it again.
1: I'm just saying, as a vaccine goes...
0: It would make no sense to get the chickenpox vaccine.
1: You're arguing point. semantics, you fucker.
0: I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay,
3: continue.
1: God, <laughs> right. I don't know how to take you with your with your glasses on and your politeness. What the fuck did you do with my co-host?
0: Your co-host
1: with the host. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, huh. That's
0: interesting. Well, there's several directions I can go in this with our current conversation, because, you know, this week we had Fauci's emails come out, and then we have had Biden with black entrepreneurs, so I'm not sure which one I want to go down first. Being that we're talking about vaccines, but we're talking about, uh, let's just start, we're going to start out with a racist Biden, okay?
1: That's good, because I don't know shit about Fauci's emails.
0: Okay, we're going to get on that. But first, so Biden was doing a speech at T- Tulsa, Oklahoma, Monday for Memorial Day.
1: Where that massacre was? Yeah,
0: from the where they burnt down Black Wall Street.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was a really horrific event. Terrible event, I agree. But here is something Biden once again you remember when we were talking about when Biden was talking about poor kids are just as bright as white kids that moment
1: yeah and how fucking racist that was okay
0: he had another moment like oh. that so
1: that the data shows young black entrepreneurs are just as capable of succeeding
3: given the chance as white entrepreneurs are hold on but they don't have lawyers they don't have they, they, they don't have accountants
1: they can't get accountants or lawyers. You see, once again,
0: Biden lets us know what he thinks about black people. It's just like the voter, voter, voting, um, just like vaccines. But why do minorities
1: like, overlook that? Like they've they've got <laughs> they've got Trump painted as the devil.
0: He's he's the racist one. But Biden, once again, I mean, okay, so wasn't too long ago that biden said that black people couldn't use the internet to find a place to get tested for the coronavirus that they couldn't use the internet to find where to get a vaccine is this because they
1: don't know how or they don't have access
0: don't know how don't have access all the above it's just like the the entire um voter id argument well black people don't have driver's license um yeah they do Every, they, they,
1: everyone can, that I see next to me in line at the bank does.
0: Right, so I mean they can't get a driver's license. They, they can't get to the DMV, so they don't have the vehicles. They don't have the means to get to a DMV. They can't find the DMV to register to vote, to do this, do that. They, the Democrats, I keep saying they are the racist. They are the racist party. They everything about them, every argument they say. Oh, Republicans are racist. Well, Republicans are not. We look at it like you are fully capable of taking your ass, going to the DMV. You are fully capable of getting on the internet and finding a place to get vaccinated. You are fully, you are a person. You are a free thinking individual. You can do this stuff yourself. But the Democrats are like, nah, you're not smart enough. To do this. You're not smart enough to get a lawyer or an accountant. You have great ideas, but you're not smart enough to get a lawyer or accountant. There are black people that are accountants. There are black lawyers. I have a friend that's a black lawyer. <laughs> I, I do too. Um, Johnny Cochran. I mean, come on now.
1: <laughs> but but that's asinine though. You cannot sit here and tell me that Republicans all think that way. I mean, I'm sorry, how many Billy Bobs and Antifa people do you see? I mean, how they stormed the Capitol.
0: Yeah, that wasn't Antifa. That was QAnon supporters. That was QAnon believers. But that is still
1: part of the Republican Party, is it not?
0: Uh, if you want to consider that, yeah, sure.
1: So how many different factions exist in the Republican Party?
0: Probably just as many as it's in the Democrat Party.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, I, I'm... I agree with your ideals. I agree with your perspective on it. However, because I'm a genius, I know. Yeah, I never said that <laughs> bullshit. But you got to think of it from their perspective, and and that's what drives me bonkers about this. How are they looking at these Democrats as their savior? how How is that not? Degrading, like, oh, honey, we know we're going to make it easier well, for you and because you're stupid. In
0: this speech, Biden does say, I'm going to give you this so you can get your business up and running.
1: And I mean, everybody wants help, yes. Yeah. But is there no pride in it? Is there no shame in it? I mean,
0: well, I mean, from what I understand, if. If you start a business from scratch, you're going to tank your credit just to get it going so you're able to pay your employees and this, that, and Yeah, unless you have
1: some kind of amazing startup unless, capital.
0: Exactly, and to me, that's the way the system is set up is you pretty much really kind of have to have money to make it. It's kind of wrong, but if you want to make it, you're going to have to have money.
1: Well, if you're going to sell a product, you have to have money to buy materials to make your product mm-hmm. before exactly. you can sell it. Yeah. So you can't make something from nothing, unless you're going to be a, a wood carver and you go in public lands and collect wood. That's... Then you still got to buy your knife. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but still, I mean, even a person, an entrepreneur that starting out, they're not going to have the means to be able to afford a lawyer or an accountant. And until their business starts taking off and starts making money, that's when those become available to you at a where you can afford to get a lawyer or an accountant. But it it amazes me that Biden thinks the black community they do not have the ability or the knowledge to go get a lawyer or an accountant, or to be able to find a DMV or to get. A free ID for voter ID. That's why they keep saying the voter ID laws. are racist, racist, racist.
1: Right. Well, I just I but, just can't believe that, not that only it's not that, turned around on him.
0: Well, you've heard about the vaccine passports, haven't you?
1: I have. And it, it's, it, it makes it's, me sick because it's an I don't want to get, I don't it's, an get idea vaccine. Being,
0: it's an idea that's being floated around right now. They haven't started putting it in a bill that we know of yet. Mm-hmm. But they're flirting with the idea. So if voter ID is racist, how is a vaccine passport not racist? And this is being pushed by the Democrats.
1: Right. So
0: voter ID is racist, but a pass vaccine passport is not racist.
1: Right. I mean, it, it's That's, contradictory. <laughs> exactly. But I heard something, I don't remember when it was. But I swear it was some kind of a music festival, and maybe it was a um, a fluke. I don't know. But I could have sworn I heard that there was this music festival later this year that if you showed your your vaccination card, that you could get in for like fifty bucks. But if you couldn't show that, then your price was nine hundred dollars to get in. It was a
0: thousand dollars. Yes, it was a. It wasn't a festival. It was some punk rock band down in Florida. Nobody even knows who they are. So it's like, you're going to pay $1,000 if you're not vaccinated. It's like, well, okay, Metallica, Meg- let's say we get the big four coming back through, Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, and Anthrax, the big four. Okay. I still would not pay $1,000 to go see them. Right. I would just not go see them. Right. That simple. So you take that for this punk band that's... a pretty much a nobody, uh, vaccine or $1,000? <laughs> I mean, $18 to get in if I get get vaccinated? First off, we don't know what the long-term effects are.
1: No, no, no. Back up. So it has nothing to do with the fact that this is an unknown punk band. What they did is they made a statement and they potentially set a precedent mm-hmm. for any privately owned business or venue to be able to discriminate based on a HIPAA-protected health care.
0: You see, I'm not 100% sure the HIPAA laws work in that, in, with it, with this. No? I'm not 100% sure on that. I'd be lying if I said, oh, yeah, HIPAA laws. I mean, I've heard a bunch of shit about it, but I've also heard it's like, no, nah, I don't protect you from, from that.
3: Well, Because, and-
0: I mean, you look at, okay, if you send a kid to school... You public have to school. Ha- a public school, yes. You have to have their vaccine chart.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, why can't you say, hey, HIPAA laws, bitch, you can't see that. That's none of your business. Well, you have
1: to also have to provide them your social security number and your name and your date of birth and all kinds of
0: yeah. personal, but private information. You also but, have to show that vaccine. But it's a
1: public school.
0: Mm.
1: Are, so- the, are the private schools the same?
0: I don't know. I'd have to i I'd have to really sit down and read the HIPAA laws and I haven't done that because I'm lazy. Obviously. How dare you.
1: I don't see how you can operate a podcast and not know what the hell you're talking about.
0: That's why I'm not saying I'm not saying anything about the HIPAA laws. I think you may be right. I think you may be wrong. I don't know. But You, you don't it? know you you brought it up. You don't know. The I never, fact that I never said that you. I did,
1: but I told you from the beginning, and you've known as I was the OG co host, <laughs> you have known that I don't keep up with all this bullshit. Yeah.
0: But in your line of work, shouldn't you know
1: the HIPAA law? I don't do anything with health care, so fuck you, buddy.
0: Okay. I was just, hey, I was just asking a question.
1: Yeah, no, no health care.
0: Action. a question. Okay.
1: My my line of work could be categorized as investigative. Ah.
0: So you've heard about the Fauci emails, right?
1: No, I told you earlier, I have not heard about this bullshit. So what happened?
0: Okay, so they used, I think it was... Um,
1: I know who Fauci is. Is I, that
0: good? Everybody knows who Lord Fauci <laughs> is. Um, I, th- I want to say it was the Washington Post got a hold of his emails, thousands of emails.
1: Ooh, this sounds like uh, Hillary Clinton. Yeah,
0: yeah. She she called him up and told him you should have bleached washed them. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I mean the stuff that's coming out about the emails, some of them are kind of hmm, make you things that make you go hmm.
1: I'm old enough to get that joke, you ass.
0: <laughs> so one of them, which I really wasn't going to hit on, but I figured why not since we're talking about them, but. He had in there, masks are really for infected people to prevent them from spreading infections to people who are not infected, rather than protecting uninfected people from acquiring an infection. The typical mask you buy in the drugstore is not really effective in keeping out the virus, Mm -hmm. which is small enough to pass through the material. Now, that being said, I've made this argument a hundred times to people. If I take a handful of rocks and I throw them at a chain link fence, how many of those rocks are going through the chain link fence?
1: I've heard this before.
0: So that right there is why masks are pointless. They're useless, especially like this. Was saying the ones you're getting at your drugstore, the ones that people. We went over the the numbers that I think it was Chapel Hill that done some research on masks and found out the gators are worse than actually not wearing a mask.
1: Right, but but if I'm remembering correctly, it has been said since the beginning that the wearing of the mask is not for the protection of the wearer. Mm -hmm. It's for the protection of the people around you. And all, all his email does is solidify that. It says that if you're snotty, coughing, sick, which... Did you Lysol all this good stuff? Yes. Okay, good. Um, if you're if you're snotty and sick and hacking everywhere, then you have this mask on your face that is keeping, mm. helping to prevent your water droplets from spraying Ow. as much right. into the room. So if you're in a grocery store and you sneeze and you sneeze in the mask, yes. Some of your infected water droplets are probably going to go through, but the majority of them are going to be contained, which is going to protect the people around you better than not having it at all. Right. So the argument from the beginning about wear the mask and the the three W's is all about protecting each other.
0: Right, not yourself. Exactly. But you see, what my issue with the mask is, if you're walking in a grocery store, you pick up a loaf of bread. You set it on the your cart. Well, the person beside you sneezes on that loaf of bread. You pick up the bread and put it back on the shelf or whatever. Then you take that hand. Your hand is now infected. You put that hand on that mask to adjust it. Right. You're fucked. You're fucked. So it's more harmful to you as a wearer than even... You know, spreading it to other people. Why, because you adjust your mask? Yeah. Because now you have a petri dish on your face.
1: Well, then that comes about with a learned behavior, and you have to learn not to touch your fucking face.
0: Do you touch your face?
1: Yeah. So does everybody. Right. Because we've never been taught not to. And we've also seen our wonderful
0: racist president do it a gazillion times on national television he's wearing his stupid mask well the funny thing is he keeps touching it he keeps touching it it's like no 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 no. don't touch your mask blah 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 and he he touches it it's like really
1: in this in this post election (laughs) pandemic that we are currently in you have signs everywhere about masks but they're no longer enforced You may have to wear it when you walk in a building, but then it becomes a chin diaper. And you look around and everyone has it down on their chin. Everyone.
0: Well, here's another one. Social distancing is not really geared to wait for a vaccine. The major point is to prevent spread of infections in school, crowded events, workplaces, do telework, working where possible, States and counties make these decisions, not the federal government.
1: I've said that a gazillion times. I don't even understand what the fuck you just said because of all of your... What, huh? Yeah, something about social distancing. What?
0: Social distancing is not really geared to wait for a vaccine. The major point is to prevent easy spread of infections in schools, closing them. Crowded events such as theaters, stadiums, cancel events. Workplaces do teleworking where possible. States, um, localities make these decisions, not the federal government.
1: Okay, that's true.
0: Right. I've been arguing that too. What's so, the argument? The Trump, well, what I was getting at is the media has blasted Trump. Trump needs to shut this down. He needs to do that. and It's like he cannot do that. He's the federal government. Federal government does not have the authority to shut these places down. That's your local government's. Okay. Your governors and yeah. so so forth. It's like, damn, why didn't somebody else say that?
1: So you're gonna argue with the media. Good luck. Uh, yeah.
0: I've got I've got one for you on that too. So uh, the big one though was this one. Um, this was an email physicist Eric Niel- Nielsen.
1: <laughs> Are you trying to say physicist?
0: That's why I said physicist.
2: You said physicist. Physicist. Anyway, fist him.
0: sent to Fauci on March. Of 2020, He recommended not one, but two drugs that could help battle the COVID-19. One of the drugs was... Drumroll. Hydrochloroquine! Or hydroxychloroquine. Sorry. Isn't that the
1: same thing that Trump got when he got infected? Yeah.
0: I, that was what Dr- Trump was saying. Hey, we need some hydroxychloroquine. I'm hearing good things about it. Blah, zay, blah. You just said it like four different ways. Hydroxychloroquine. Anyways... So in Fauci's email, let me pull it up so I where I can actually see the damn thing because you know I'm old and going blind. Apparently glasses don't work. So Fauci says I've instructed my family and recent after family, close friends to get some Al- alvesco it's said for emergency use only. I've been told by colleagues on the front line in Japan, China, in Korea and found several pre print papers that is that it is an effective treatment for late stage COVID nineteen patients. Some patients on ventilators who were approaching death have fully recovered after treatment of with this uh siclisosalide Whatever the fuck that word is. How about
1: saying with this drug?
0: With this drug it's sisal. Um, But the other one you know it goes on some more jargon. Um, Having Alvesco in our emergency kits is a much better option than someone avoidably dying because of an overburned healthcare facility. The other drug I have and have told my family and some friends to get is called hydroxychloroquine. The one that Trump was just bl- blasted all over social media, news outlets, all that mess. Oh, hydroxychloroquine, oh, this, 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 is bad, it's bad, it's bad. But Fauci here is like, yeah, I've told my family and my friends, hey, make sure you got this shit on ready. To me, that's the big one. How many millions of lives would that have, have, have that have saved? I mean, Seriously. So instead of... with When everything Trump said this past year, no matter what he said, he was just plastered as a fucking retard, a fucking moron, didn't know his ass from a hole in the ground, stupid, stupid, stupid man. Orange man, bad. But... So we all heard hydroxychloroquine was bad. We talked about it on the podcast before mm-hmm. last year. Yeah,
1: a long-ass time ago.
0: Yeah. So now... Here it is. Why wasn't Fauci saying? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a good drug. you yeah, it's not a bad thing to treat people with that are on their deathbed. Why the fuck not? We have it in our arsenal.
1: How do you know he didn't?
0: He wasn't on the news to do, saying it because the media was. Well, the news on isn't Trump.
1: the one that needs the information. The doctors in the hospitals would. Right, but would.
0: if you're if you are hell, even the FDA banned it from the U.S. They're just like, no, nah, we can't use this. So why would not Fauci saying, hey, we need to have this in our arsenal. What the fuck are y'all talking about? What are y'all doing?
1: Again, but how do you know he didn't? Just because it didn't come out in the media.
0: Because it was banned from the the FDA, banned it. They is ban- he the FDA? Well, I mean, the, the Food and Drug Administration. I know what I'm Food and saying, Drug Administration
1: is, but is I'm Fauci just, part of the FDA?
0: I would imagine they would listen to the quote-unquote scientist, the person that's... Really? I would imagine that's what everybody... That's why Fauci is Lord Fauci. Everybody listens to Fauci. Fauci knows all. He's all-knowing.
1: Yeah, well, in the middle of the pandemic, it started off as Fauci was all-knowing, and then it went to Fauci's full of shit. Nobody listens to Fauci. And then everybody needed to listen to him again, and now he's become a big joke and a clown.
0: Yeah, but what I'm getting at is this is in his emails. Yes. And Trump was getting berated to the point where FDA said Fuck this, no you can't use this shit because Trump said it you they even did a I think it was New York Times did a piece they were they did a study on hydroxychloroquine it was a bullshit study because we talk, again we talked about it on the podcast before right and it's like, yeah it was bullshit they said this this and this I don't remember I don't have my notes in front of me so but my my point is is here it is in his emails He's saying we need to make sure we have this in our arsenal.
1: Right. Fauci said drug is good, drug works. Right. And media why, says why Trump said it was good, so media said it was bad.
0: But my point is okay, so we had basically daily briefings from Trump, Fauci, daily. Every day they were on the TV. Why didn't Fauci say, hey, we need to make sure we got this?
1: Did you watch every one of the daily briefings? No. So how do you know he didn't?
0: Because I saw Trump saying it, and Fauci would come on afterwards and wouldn't say nothing about it.
1: Oh, but you didn't watch all of them.
0: No, but the media, the media.
1: Oh, so you trust what the media says?
0: Not exactly. I always question them. But okay, Facebook, for instance, if you—Oh my God, is
1: that your source?
0: Really? Listen to what I'm saying, Facebook. Fact-checked me when I put on hydroxychloroquine as a good drug. We should use it. Blah, blah, blah. I was fact-checked. Nope, that's bullshit. To the point I was even put in Facebook jail over it. Now they're not saying that anymore. They're not doing that anymore.
1: But that's still not proof that he didn't try to push it.
0: I never heard Fauci saying we should use it.
1: But you weren't up Fauci's ass either.
0: No, but... Shouldn't all right? When the media come out saying, "Nah, this is a bad drug. We shouldn't use it." Why? Why is there no clips of Fauci saying, "Hey, this is a good drug. We should have it in our arsenal." I mean, we have it now. Because on this the media is
1: biased and stupid, and all they want to do is stir up panic.
0: Exactly. But
1: so, how so me- if he said something that would actually work, if he said, "Oh, I've got the golden ticket right here to stop everybody from dying," why? Would they say that? Why would the media even bother to put that out there? All the media does so, is, is propagate negativity. They talk about shootings. I can't even watch the damn news anymore. Every freaking news break thing I get on my phone is about a gunshot or a death or a murder. Anywhere in the U.S. like there's There is no human interest piece. There is no pieces on... Anything other than death. It is all death and violence. Mm-hmm. It's all negative. And it's all what they want you to see.
0: Right. So here's, okay. So we we heard from Fauci saying that in the very beginning that mask bullshit. They don't work. They're going to stop, what, one droplet of water if you're lucky. They're useless. We've got clips after clips after clip of him saying that. Seeing those words on the media. Okay. There's not one clip I've looked for of him saying, yeah, hydroxychloroquine, it's a good drug. We should have it in our arsenal.
2: Okay.
3: But no,
0: the media's like, no, Trump said it. It's bad. We can't use that. He's full of shit. He don't know what he's talking about. When, like me, logical thinker, Trump has briefings every day. He gets reports that we do not get. Every day. He has more information than we have. He gets that every day.
1: Right. That's so, his job.
0: if he says hydroxychloroquine, seems like we're getting some good feedback from it. It's a good treatment for this disease or this virus. I would kind of, okay. I'm not saying, okay, let's take it right now. But, okay, good. Well, at least we have something to work. You know, we have something we can use if we get it. Mm-hmm. But no, no, he's an idiot. He we there's no way. Do you remember the woman who gave her husband um, fish tank cleaner because yeah. it had hydroxychloroquine or yeah, whatever? Yeah, because
1: she's a fucking idiot.
0: Right. That was blamed on Trump until it came out she's a never Trumper, hardcore Democrat, and she was trying to kill her husband. Right. But the media spun it like, hey. He said, "Hydroxychloroquine. Well, this is an ingredient in this drug. She gave it to her husband to make sure he was going to be okay, but ended up killing him. It's Trump's fault. That's how the media spun it. Right. That's what aggravate This could have. This could have. You know, saved how many millions of lives or hundreds of thousands of lives. But we, you know, we keep hearing if we can only save one life. If we can only save one life, then freaking." You know, allow the people to speak. You know, allow these doctors to do their job. Allow, allow Trump to speak at the back then without blagging, just dissing them
1: every chance you get. I don't think blagging is a word, uh, but uh, blatantly, yes, I get that. But rehashing what has already happened is not going to change. A damn thing. The election is over,
2: Mm -hmm. and that had a
1: whole lot of impact on last year and what happened. I agree. It is still having an impact on what's happening now.
0: I agree. And being that I'm hammering the fake news media, I got another one. Headline today reads, Trump believes he'll be reinstated as president by August. They're saying that Trump said these words. Yeah, right. Well... Fake news media, Uh, once again, once you actually read the article, you find out that it's Sidney Powell making the claim at a QAnon convention. We already know QAnon is a conspiracy theory network. They're the reason. They're wacko. Yeah, the Capitol building was stormed January 6th. QAnon. Right. So they're saying that, oh, no, Trump believes this. Has anybody checked with Trump? I actually checked with Laura Trump. Not I just saw an article that said Laura Trump's like, nah, that bitch is crazy. Trump does not believe that shit.
1: I'm sorry, that that's asinine. As as as, as fucked up as the last election was in all parts of it, I'm not just talking about the counting of the votes or mm-hmm. anything like that. I'm talking about all of the the miskewed information and you know the the pandemic and and every factor that lined up and played directly into the democrats hands trump was our president Mm -hmm. if he doesn't have some belief in the way that our system works the fact that every four years you get to try again Mm -hmm. then why the fuck was he the president i mean he can't sit there and say oh i'm gonna I'm going to get in office in four months.
2: I'm going to be reinstated. I mean,
1: I'm sorry. The first thing I thought of when you said that was the last fucking four years with he's not my president. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get Hillary Clinton back up in there. (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry, but Trump, from what I know of him, is not like that. Republicans... We're not going to be like that either, because at the end of the day, if there was a chance to get Biden out of there and to get someone that's actually got a brain instead of a puppet in office, then we would have figured out a way to do it by now. And we wouldn't be sitting there telling the news and everybody else exactly how it's going to be done. Right. It would just happen.
0: But, again, you know, Sidney Powell's the one that was going around making all these crazy accusations, in, in, in general, anyways. And then QAnon shit. Now, this was originally reported by Maggie Haberman. Hi- She's a New York Times reporter. There you go. Typical never-Trumper. And all when you Google this, all the headlines, all of them read the same thing. Trump believes. Trump is telling his supporters that he's going to be reinstated in August. I mean, come on, give me a break. He's not going to be reinstated. If It'd be nice if he was, but it's not happening. Right. It, but it just blows my mind. They keep saying that Trump is making these claims, and they have no evidence at all of Trump ever saying it. Laura Trump said, nah, that's bullshit. Trump is not saying that.
1: Right.
0: But... Fake news media. So now you got all the memes on Facebook, this, that, and the other. Oh, Trump believes he's going to be reinstated. No, Trump does not believe that. Typical fake news media. But they won't be fact-checked for it. They, still, they won't be kicked off of Facebook or Twitter or YouTube for making false accusations.
1: Now you just sound like you're jealous.
0: I am jealous. I'm very jealous. I'm a jealous person.
1: Yeah, that that's all I hear <laughs> in that. Well, they can do it and get away with it, and I can't. I get put in Facebook jail.
0: Well, I mean, it. all right, it kind of goes back to the argument that Republicans do not have a voice anymore. that That's why Parlor was started up, and they shut down Parlor. So every time you see somebody saying, well, hydro, hydroxychloroquine... Is a drug that should be used or may be used for now until we find a better drug or, you know, combination of drugs to fight the pandemic. So you get deplatformed for it. And it's bullshit. Hmm. So they're shutting down free speech. They're shutting down Republicans' speech. When these ideas, bouncing off of each other that's how things get solved problems get solved people come to an understanding right so moving on i got one for you and i'm not 100 percent sure how you're going to take this but i have a different perspective so this was a texas valedictorian paxton paxton smith so listen to this
4: As we leave high school, we need to make our voices heard. Today, I was going to talk about TV and media and content because it's something that's very important to me. However, under light light of recent events, it feels wrong to talk about anything but what is currently affecting me and millions of other women in the state. Recently, the heartbeat bill was passed in Texas. Starting in September, there will be a ban on abortions after six weeks of pregnancy regardless of whether the pregnancy was a result of rape or incest. Six weeks. That's all women get. And so before they realize, most of them don't realize that they're pregnant by six weeks. So before they have a chance to decide if they are emotionally, physically, and financially stable enough to carry out a full-term pregnancy, before they have the chance to decide if they can take on the responsibility of bringing another human being into the world, that decision is made for them by a stranger. A decision that will affect the rest of their lives is made by a stranger. I have dreams and hopes and ambitions. Every girl graduating today does. And we have spent our entire lives working towards our future. And without our input, and without our consent, our control over that future has been stripped away from us. I am terrified that if my contraceptives fail, I am terrified that if I am raped, then my hopes and aspirations and dreams and efforts for my future will no longer matter. I hope that you can feel how gut-wrenching that is.
0: Okay, I'm going to stop it there.
1: Yeah, I assume it goes on for a while.
0: It only goes on for another minute, unless you want to hear the rest of it.
1: Sure, go ahead. Okay.
4: I hope you can feel how dehumanizing it is to have the autonomy over your own body taken away from you. And I'm talking about this today, on a day as important as this on a day honoring 12 years of hard academic work, on a day where we are all gathered together, on a day where you are most inclined to listen to a voice like mine, a woman's voice, to tell you that this is a problem and it's a problem that cannot wait. And I cannot give up this platform to promote complacency and peace when there is a war on my body and a war on my rights A war on the rights of your mothers. A war on the rights of your sisters. A war on the rights of your daughters. We cannot stay silent. Thank you.
0: Okay. (sighs) Where to start? Now, I'm going to put this out there. I'm against abortion. Everybody knows that. Now, rape, incest, shit like that... I'm more reluctant to be okay with an abortion, even though it ain't the child's fault.
1: Reluctant?
0: Maybe not reluctant. What's the word I'm looking for?
1: More understanding, perhaps?
0: Yeah, understand. There, there.
1: Okay, reluctant means the opposite.
0: Oops. I'm more (laughs) understanding.
3: Stop (laughs) giving me that look. I hate you.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry that I try to make you make sense for your listeners. Thank you. Uh-huh. That's you're welcome. That's why I have you here tonight. Ah, Anyways, that's,
0: that's why. So, I'm more understanding for an abortion if you're raped or some incest shit going on. Okay. However, her speech is so selfish, it's not even funny. That's what pisses me off about it. Do tell. Okay. All my hopes and dreams are shattered because I have a baby. No, they're
3: not. No, they're not.
1: Okay. Well, considering I don't have kids, why don't you enlighten us?
0: Okay. Well, granted, I had a child out of wedlock. But that gave me a different perspective of life. Yes, I had hopes and dreams. But my dreams and hopes changed, as they will over time anyways. Now, my hopes and dreams are that my kids today will become, you know, a lawyer or a doctor or a, I don't know, astronaut. Something more than I could ever have been in my life.
1: Do you, now, feel, do you feel cheated?
0: No, I don't. Not at all. Because I made the conscious decision to have sex. And with that, sometimes the girl gets knocked up. Sometimes she don't. <laughs> sometimes you feel like a nut. <laughs> sometimes you don't. But, this, is,
1: this turned into a mounds and almond joy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but greatest, the greatest thing I've ever done in my life was raise my kids. Now, they drive me up the walls sometimes. There are some days I would rather just squeeze their little neck until their head pops off.
1: <laughs> tell us how you really feel buddy
0: but I'm proud of my kids I'm proud of what my wife and I have built together as a family now we've struggled the struggle was real and it was freaking hard for years but we've dug up dug ourselves out of that hole now hopes and dreams you know back before I had kids I was going to college to be an an architectural engineer. I didn't complete it. I didn't complete college. I dropped out of college, but that was before my bitch got knocked up.
2: <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> so you dropped out before she got knocked up?
0: If I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure I did. Mm. But I know what that was not the reason for me dropping out. Couldn't handle this shit. Now I was having too much fun. <laughs> and, <laughs> I could handle it if I could have focused, if I would have focused more. So if I would have really applied myself and strived, I would have passed with flying colors. So at
1: that time, that truly wasn't your priority, because if so, you would have made it.
0: Exactly. But what drives me nuts about what this bitch is saying, just because you have a kid does not destroy your hopes and dreams. There was a, um there was a movie star, I forget the bitch's name, that was saying because she had an abortion gave her the the ability to become this famous movie star. Okay. I don't, she's so famous I don't remember who the bitch was. But <laughs> I'm like, no, that is not correct. So they're talking about somebody making a choice for my body. Well, what about the child that's in your body right now? Who has that does not have a voice? How do you know that child does not want to live? You're making the choice for that person that should have a right to live. You're making the conscious decision, just like you made the conscious decision to have sex. Well, guess what? If you smoke crack and you get addicted to it, you made a conscious decision to smoke crack. Now, unless you're raped, different story. But 1% of the abortions are due to rape cases. 1%. So out of all the abortions that are being performed every day, only 1% is due to rape or incest. Okay. So you're talking about millions of people being aborted every year. Millions. Every year. Mostly black babies. Minorities. Every year are getting aborted. Why... Why, uh, I'm just baffled how people can be so self selfish and self-centered to themselves. So, oh, it's going to destroy my life. No, it don't destroy your life. If anything, it makes it better and brings character, builds character. <laughs> is, oh,
1: is it my turn now?
0: You could have jumped in any time. I was just... Oh, okay. Didn't want to have dead air going on.
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> I I can totally see your opinion from your perspective.
3: Mm, it's murder.
1: I can agree with the girl on the fact that you know, rape and incest should be a factor. I agree. I can also say that there are tons of decisions that affect my body that I have no control over. Like what? Well, okay, Let's say insurance for one. And I think you're probably going to stretch this into a place that I don't want it, but I'm going to tell you anyway.
0: I don't have a clue where you're going, so. All right. Insurance.
1: So let's say that I go to the doctor and that the doctor diagnoses me with something and says, okay, I'm going to prescribe you this drug because this is the best one to help you with what's going on.
0: Like hydroxychloroquine?
1: Please stop saying that. I really want to, like... I really want to write it on a sock and put a brick in it and hit you upside the head. You've said it so much. I mean, really. It's going to be a homie don't play that in a minute.
0: He didn't have a brick in it. He had a baseball.
1: He had several of something in that sock.
3: Homie don't play that.
1: Yes, he did. In living color. Damon Wayans. He's awesome. Showing my age. So, um... (laughs) <laughs> so anyhow, I go to the pharmacy, and I get it filled. I come back to pick it up, and uh, they're like, okay, well, that'll be $475. And I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, your your insurance won't cover this drug. Okay. So I call my insurance company, and they say, well, yeah, you know, I know that's what your doctor prescribed, but, you know, there's this other drug that's effective, eh, 50% of the time, that costs a third of the money. And so you can't get this drug approved until you've tried this cheaper drug. And then if it doesn't work, then we'll approve you for this $400 and something dollar drug. So
0: if that drug kills your ass...
1: Right. Or if it doesn't work, or if it gives me other side effects, or...
0: Ovarian cancer...
1: Right. <laughs> that fungus in so, the mouth. So, you know, you could argue that i have control over that that i could work harder and spend 400 and some dollars to get the prescription that my doctor recommended however that's not feasible for me at this time in my life that's why i pay for insurance but i have my insurance company dictating to me what medicine i have to take over my doctor because they don't want to pay as much for it so it it. What point would that not be someone else dictating how my body can be affected outside of my control? I could get different insurance. I could shop around and see if other insurance companies would cover this particular drug. However, you know, in that instance, the premiums might be higher than just paying for the damn drug. What if it's a preventative medication? Let's say that this is a medication that could have prevented some type of long-term, potentially terminal illness. And since I can't afford it, I don't get it. So five years from now, I wind up with this debilitating terminal illness and I have to quit work because I'm ill and I lose my job and I'm on Medicaid. And now your taxes are paying for all of my medical bills that were preventable so in that example i know we went way far out left there are lots of situations that could be construed as others dictating what happens with your body
2: Mm -hmm.
1: there are laws and rules that go into the medical profession that affect all of us in different ways very true now am i saying that i am for or against abortions no and i also would like to ask you a question because you are Pro-life and talk about so much the, the wants and needs and feelings of the fetus, mm-hmm. correct? Okay. So, out of the however many hundred thousand abortions that are done each day that are not due to rape or incest or some other type of debilitating medical condition, if the government banned abortions, even if they left the loophole in there for rape... What would that do to our population how would that increase the burden on our already failing system how many more children and mouths would there be to feed when our system can't feed the ones that are already there because people either can't or won't take responsibility for what they have and at what point would we turn into China where you have a limit on how many children you can have to begin with because the population is too high and the government cannot sustain all of those people
0: why is the government sustaining anybody that
1: is a moot point because this is the society in which we live I agree I already know your opinion (laughs) on the matter that the people should be taking care of their own the people should take care of their own children but the fact is, is that's not going to happen until we shut down Medicaid, until we shut down food stamps, until we shut off all of those programs and make people actually have to get up off their asses and work or fight or steal or whatever they need to do to feed their fucking families. We keep giving handouts all over the place. The system is never going to change. It needs drastic overhaul.
0: No, I agree with that. It's
1: going to continue spiraling until the government is exactly what the Democrats want it to be. Completely dependent.
0: I don't really have an answer for you because what you're talking about is population control. Yes. And I'm not for necessarily population control. I understand the argument because, hell, me and QPC have talked about it at length a bunch of times, but I don't really have an answer. But with population control who is to say who lives and who dies?
1: no i completely agree with that question i mean who's to say in third world countries these these little babies that you see on tv with the distended bellies because they're hungry and drinking brown water because there's no clean water they didn't ask to be brought into this world either but is it not more humane if they weren't
0: I don't know. I don't have an answer.
1: So you have this young woman that is valedictorian and trying to bring out this emboldened, impassioned speech to change something that she, at her age, has no idea the long-standing ramifications of it, how far it reaches. But in reality, if she didn't want a child, I agree with you that she shouldn't have sex. I agree. Or maybe she's,
0: she should swallow. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying. <laughs> I agree with you. Prevent AIDS. Aim for the chin.
0: Hey, man.
1: <laughs> I agree with you that people should not use abortion as birth control. However, there are other issues besides just does that life have a voice? Because if it's born, how's it going to get taken care of? Hell, You know, that that guy you were telling me back about a while ago that had to, um, that ended up adopting his sister's baby. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And, you know, she's got how many kids and keeps having children and keeps having to have family members to take care of them because nobody's going to go in and castrate her. So she keeps getting knocked up and the babies keep getting born. And yes, In that situation, those babies that I know of are well cared for. Well cared for beyond what she could ever provide for them.
2: How dare
1: you. Oh, you missed my alarm. (laughs) But, you know, if you had a hundred people just like her, where are those babies going to go? There are only so many... Gay couples that want to adopt. Now, maybe that's the answer. Yeah,
0: you see, well, I mean, we've had that discussion before Maybe maybe
1: the adoption process needs to be a little bit fucking easier, especially when it comes to people in the LGBT community.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: I mean, you could have a transgender person raising a child if that child, the only other option was to be in a crack house or be with a mama that doesn't care and isn't going to do anything with it, lets it sit around in a shitty diaper in a crib all day and scream while she does whatever with whomever. Yeah. It doesn't matter what someone has between their legs if they're going to give love.
0: No, I agree with that. Um, we've talked about that before. But no, I mean, you brought up points that I can, that stump me where this girl was talking about I have dreams and hopes and dreams, and they're crushed if I get pregnant. No, they're not
2: they don't,
1: but as I said, I totally see your perspective on that because you've lived it. Mm-hmm. You've had unexpected change in your life, and you had that choice that you could either but, adapt and overcome, or you could right,
3: but I mean,
0: it's still to me it's murder Any way you look at it it's that's a human being in your that you're carrying in your belly. That is, (laughs) you're killing it, and throwing it out in the trash. That's what they do with the pieces. They throw it out in the garbage. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, that to me is it's sadistic as hell. Now I get what you're saying. You know, you got um, crackheads popping youngins out left and right. My cousin, for one, she's got five kids now. Three of them are with different people they're not together and siblings should be together Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean i don't have a good answer other than
1: (laughs) but you but you can't you can't stand up for your beliefs without having some thoughts Right. On that, you can't just sit here and, and parade around and say that's murder. Without abortion, without. abortion should be outlawed, and, and what, you shouldn't be what able to you're do saying, that.
0: What you're saying is having an answer. Okay, what's your solution? Right. To I mean, I, okay, I mean, you got it's a good point. I mean, I don't have an answer for it,
1: and, and I don't want to see babies killed. I don't want to see fetuses given up, and I'm not pro-life or pro-choice. As a matter of fact, I'm somewhere in the middle i don't think that it should be used for birth control however i think that you know if you've got some type of illness involved or if you've got um some other type of rape or incest or something going on that that needs to be taken into consideration so you know that that's my stance on abortion but at the end of the day though it doesn't matter whether you're for abortion or against abortion it's how is it going to work in the bigger system if if what you want comes to fruition Hmm.
0: good point um
3: speechless for once
1: so i mean you know perhaps one of those babies that gets aborted is could have had the cure for cancer or the common cold or allergies I mean, could you imagine if there was actually a cure? Oh my god. <laughs> for allergies.
0: Uh, I could definitely use a that, cure for allergies. <laughs> that would be
1: the richest motherfucker on the planet. I yeah. mean, we're talking past Bill Gates. We're talking past Donald Trump. That would be some Gandhi shit right there.
0: Oh, I have discovered the the cure for cancer. <laughs> well I mean I know allergies
1: does not kill people. Well, I mean, some allergic reactions do, but I'm talking about seasonal <laughs> allergies, but it is really I found a fucking cure, annoying.
0: I really found a cure for allergies.
1: So either, either that baby got aborted somewhere and never lived, or they did live and they came up with the proof and all of the uh, Kleenex companies and and Sudafed companies bumped them off.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. They bumped them off so that they wouldn't go out of business. <laughs> It was it was the Zertech people that that um, organized it all.
0: Well, uh, that's actually yeah. <laughs> you brought up some good points, and I have no argument.
1: Holy shit! I made him speechless, folks.
0: How about this? If my wife, if my wife would have aborted any of our children, I'd probably be miserable. Any of them? Any of them. But that's my kids turned me for the better i am a better person because of my
1: kids they're your world
0: but that's me Mm -hmm. not everybody thinks like i do that's true not everybody's cool Mm -hmm. as me but i'm going to change the subject and move on last subject so we had the last week we had the george floyd anniversary and i sent an associate to Minneapolis, Minnesota, to report on this. Okay. Um, he sent me a little live feed. I recorded for the show. I figured, what better now to get towards the end of the show with this? So it's a about two minute clip. Here it is. Maybe.
2: <laughs>
0: I love computers. I love technology.
2: I'm um, sorry. <laughs>
0: Chaotic instead of a mm, celebration.
1: What, what the you, hell did I just listen to? What do you mean?
0: <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> okay, that was Bill from. That's one of my associates with the Sweat and Bullets podcast. He went out there, you know, representing.
1: Well, I've I've met Bill before, but what the hell?
0: What do you mean? which
1: part okay so bill has always been a little flighty flighty yeah but seriously did he really say that that he was celebrating one year drug free for george floyd
0: (laughs) well it's true it's a true statement well of course he's
1: drug free he's in the ground
0: yeah well they played taps for him and you know to me it, it seemed kind of realistic with you know with the life that George Floyd left, or led, you know, stealing, robbing people, robbing, robbed a pregnant woman in front of her daring child while his friends ransacked the house. I mean, I'm not going to celebrate that.
1: Who, who are you to speak ill of the dead?
0: Well, that's the life he lived. So, I'm not going to praise him and make him a martyr like the blm is
1: is that what's happening
0: have you not watched the news no wait you don't watch the news you're worse than me (laughs) yes he is a martyr there's like murals of him all over the place all over the country
1: so is that is that folks trying to memorialize him as a person or uh what they revealed by his death
0: what did they reveal by his death?
1: They revealed that some cops take things too far. Mmm, I don't think so. Well, I know that we have talked about the George Floyd incident many times.
0: Uh, yes, we have.
1: And I will concede the fact that the man should have never been resisting arrest to begin with.
0: He should have been high on meth. To begin with. He shouldn't have tried to pass a counterfeit 20. Right. And then tell homeboy to fuck off.
1: I agree on those counts. However, Derek Chauvin did act excessively by continuing to keep him restrained in such a manner. I agree. You can't tell me that once he had him on the ground that he was not able to restrain him whether it be with zip ties or handcuffs or whatever you could have put them you know around his around his wrists and his ankles you could have done something you had a whole slew of police officers sitting right there that would have easily been able to detain him if he couldn't run or i mean they could have put a spit hood on him
0: why didn't they
1: that's the question. Like
0: they tried to get him in the back of the squad car, he fought his way out of it.
1: I've seen the video.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, so but but
1: <laughs> why why did he continue to keep him smashed to the ground?
0: Now I agree with that for nine minutes, rather
1: than restraining him in some other way.
0: I agree with that.
1: I but. I'm not saying. That I believe that Derek Chauvin is the reason that he is gone. I do not believe that. Now, could he have exacerbated the problem? Yeah. Yeah. He could have made an existing problem worse by all the drugs and things that were in Floyd's system. Mm -hmm. And the excitement of all of the things that went on in that video and then keeping him restrained on the ground. You know, it could have definitely had a negative effect
0: Okay, so we keep hearing Derek Chauvin, Derek Chauvin, Derek Chauvin, blah, blah, blah. When is George Floyd going to be held accountable for his own actions?
1: Never, because he's dead and he's a martyr.
0: His actions put him in that situation. If he had listened and gotten the back of the darn squad car, he he may still be alive today. We don't know because of the drugs that was in his system. We don't know.
1: Right. But that argument goes for any of the other issues that have been going on in our country in the last two, three years Mm -hmm. with complying with the police. The media and everyone else has people so scared of law enforcement that law enforcement can't do their jobs effectively. Mm -hmm. And they are losing power in droves. Yeah. Because they only have power because we give them power. Mm -hmm. It's the system that allows them the power in any given situation. So if we don't respect them and respect the fact that they are here to protect and serve everyone, then things are going to go wrong.
0: And the way I view it, okay, so if a cop pulls you and the cop's a total dick and you get arrested, this, that, and the other, you have a day in court where you can... Lead your case, you know. Now cap, cops have a um, what's that thing? Uh, body camera. Body camera. So there's that. You have a cell phone. Everybody has a cell phone now. So as long as you can prove that the cop was a douchebag and stretched his authority, you'll win your your court case, right?
1: But it's a compound problem. It's not just one answer, yes, the folks that are that are the ones that are being detained or questioned need to comply with the cops easier, right, however, we need confidence in our police force to be built back in our communities and the
0: media has screwed that up, yes, absolutely. I mean
1: here in Burlington, as a matter of fact, I think they do like breakfast with the police, they have periodic um periodic gatherings where people in the community can come and sit down with actual police officers to get together to get to know them
0: i didn't know that mm-hmm. and i live in a go figure i know
1: holy shit something i know that you don't uh, and but, i support the cop <laughs> but but what i'm saying is is that there's going to be there's going to be mistakes made everywhere there's going to be bad employees no matter mm-hmm. what profession you're in and whether those whether those employees could be weeded out beforehand, that's that's a question for another day. Well, you see, Is it a screening process?
0: That, your police unions, I think, play a large role in that. So you have a bad cop. Well, you can't just fire the bad cop, you know, because your police unions, they keep those bad cops around. Because they're fighting not only for the good cops, they're fighting for the bad cops, too.
1: Right, it's a union.
0: Right. So, to me, we need to get rid of the police unions. You know, well, people keep saying. But then, that, on the
1: other hand, the union may be the only thing protecting the police right now yeah, from being lynched.
0: I agree with that, too. So, I mean, it's a massive problem that's going on right now, and there's not a simple solution. Defunding the police does not help. There was a um, video, I don't have it pulled up. I. Didn't think we were going down this rabbit hole, but um, this woman cop, um, she goes to confront a drunk Hispanic guy, and he attacks her. It took four guys to pull this guy off of the woman cop. Defund the police. If you look at New York, if you look at Portland, Seattle, where they've already been defunding the police... The crime has risen 200% this past year. That's not including the riots and all that shit. That's just, you know, theft, murder, and all this other shit. So, what's the answer? Defund the police ain't it. If anything, they need more funding for more training.
1: Or for more specialists.
0: Yeah, either way. Mental health
1: specialists, or...
0: What's... okay... Mental health, what do you mean by a mental health specialist? What do you mean?
1: Well, you need training to do the things that they do. Uh-huh. And any given situation, yes, their main priorities are to protect and serve. But there may be tactics or tricks that people know that would help in different situations that cops don't get trained on for example let's let's say that you had a jumper you had a person that was suicidal on the side of a building Mm -hmm. and they you know lost their job or they lost a bunch of money in the stock market or you know whatever they lost their medicaid What, what
0: what what do they normally do for situations like that in real life yeah
1: i have no idea
0: i don't either because I know what we've seen on like Lethal Weapon and shit like that, right. but you bringing that up, kind of, what do they actually do? I mean, yeah. do they send the police after them and they t- they handcuff them to their arm and jump off the building with them? Do you really want to die?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, but but that's just an example of a situation right. that I was trying to give you that. That the police may not have the training to be the most effective in that situation, and that's where a lot of the defund the police comes in. They need to name it something fucking else, because, I'm sorry, I really had to look into it to understand that they're not trying to defund the police. They're not trying to take away their funding. They're trying to get different agencies involved. The, the problem is, though, is that you've got to have a first responder mm-hmm. and you can't automatically send out a therapist or a lawyer or, you know, a doctor or, or whatever when the situation calls for it because you don't know what's going to happen until you're right. on scene. So the police have historically been used as first responders. You call 911, if they're not sure what your situation is, you're going to get a cop, a fire truck, and an ambulance. Those are your first responders. Mm-hmm. So out of those three, if with all of these people and and that's really who I'm talking to, the people that want to defund the police and get the get the um the funding put in more specific areas, If you have three areas of first responders, do they not need more training in those areas? Or is there something more specific? Like, do you need eight people to go out to a call to make sure that you have all the bases covered? And who's going to pay for that?
0: Well, I mean, not only that. um, Well, let's say domestic dispute between partners. Okay. Man and a woman. Partners.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, you bigot.
0: The woman about to kill this motherfucker.
1: Okay. Prime
0: example, the Makita Brown shit.
1: I don't know who the fuck that is. That's Let's the bitch
0: that, was, that stabbed one bitch and was in the motion of stabbing the other bitch when the cop showed up and popped her ass. Oh, okay. She was in the motion of stabbing. She was, like, halfway through her throw mm-hmm. when the cop shot her. Who would you call in that situation? Cop shows up. He's walking on the scene. Homegirl's dad just kicked this bitch that his daughter just stabbed in the face when the cops walks up. say, like, hey, y'all stop, stop, stop.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's about that protecting quit. life. Right. Not making a judgment as to who's right and who's wrong. Right.
0: He saved the other girl's life mm-hmm. by removing the threat of the girl stabbing her. Right. So now that cop's getting shit because he shot a black girl that was trying to stab somebody.
1: bitch shouldn't have had a
0: knife so i mean who who do you call well this bitch might she's about to stab me can you call somebody out here no i want somebody with a gun to remove this threat
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know what's what's the that's the thing there's so many complex scenarios that can happen you need somebody with a gun not always but that needs to be a part of the job I think, in case they need to remove a threat to somebody else's life or their own life. I think
1: your correspondent, Bill, should get out there. Guys, guys. Guys, guys. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, you, you should calm down and, and please put the knife away. Violence is not, is not the way to help people you guys are really cool people and we need to sit down and talk about this and discuss your differences we can come to a peaceful resolution wow did how how, how, that was how did i, did that was, I do that was impersonating bill
0: so when bill calls me tomorrow after he listens <laughs> to this podcast he's gonna like F that bitch Michelle.
1: <laughs> oh, well, you've got to get that on a recording for me so I can hear it. I am sure. If that bitch Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> F you Bill. That's that's for that's we- for that's for calling the dude in the parade a homie without even fucking talking to him let's talk to one of the parade goers no here comes a parade homie now a parade homie really like how how white and racist do you have to be to sit there and say it's a parade homie like
0: i'm sure with him being out there on the scene that that's what he the lingo he was hearing
1: well and and i get it i mean bill's bill's a pretty cool guy i mean he's he's gay he's he's happy and he he and his partner get along well you know i can't i cannot go against somebody in my community but just he should have known better he's he's lucky that he was he was out there you know this little skinny Gay white dude with the glasses. Because had he been like an like an older white guy, like the NASCAR looking pot belly, he probably would have got shot up there. Everybody would have thought he was a racist talking about parade homies. And and I'm I was actually pretty damn excited to hear him say, you know, who who is this wish to you instead of saying, well, what's the names of your bitches and hoes?
0: <laughs> like, he's what the a, fuck, he, Bill? He's, he's a very sheltered person. He's sheltered.
1: Apparently. I don't think he needs to be your correspondent when you have nah. racially motivated... That's places. exactly
0: who I'm sending out to <laughs> any riots or any protest. I'm sending Bill every time. Oh,
1: my God. From
0: here out, Bill's going to be and, the man. And you're going to get
1: Bill's hospital bills when... <laughs> oh, no. Nah,
0: he signed a waiver before he leaves. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> he signs okay. a waiver. Dude, what happens, happens, and you're on your own, dog.
1: <laughs> ah, so, so what happens... At, at the demonstration, stays at the demonstration. No,
0: I didn't say that because he's reporting on what's going on at the demonstrations. Oh. I'm saying what, if he gets hurt, he's on his own.
1: That's that's so awful.
0: Well, you see, I don't have a... Does does Bill
1: own a skateboard like, like that kid that...
0: I'm sure he does. <laughs> With a Kyle House, the one that lost his arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or his hand. <laughs> Anyways, I think we're going to wrap it up now. And if you're still listening, I appreciate it. hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. Except for Bill, who's a bigot. Now, that look, it took guts for him to do. You know how much it cost me to send his ass up
1: there? I don't care. What? Because I don't want to hear how much Bill got paid when I don't get paid shit.
0: I don't get paid anything. I had to pay that out of my pocket to send him up there because he couldn't afford to go by himself. Well, why
1: can't you send me on a fucking vacation?
0: Anytime you want to go to one of these demonstrations, but you've got to get me some footage. Oh, well, fuck that.
1: I don't want to go to any of these places.
0: (laughs) Then why did you? Really? I hate you. I really hate you. If you're still listening, I appreciate it. And everybody knows I love Michelle. Michelle knows I love Michelle. I love Woody more, but... Yeah,
1: he loves Woody.
0: I do love Woody. Anyways, check out QPC's Podcasting Network, where you can get all the wonderful podcasting needs, all the original content. One of the content-goers would be QPC's Kick-Ass Podcast. And, of course, the number one, the fastest-growing podcast in said network, Sweating Bullets Podcast. Easiest way to get in touch with me is going to be... Facebook.com forward slash woodies dot sweating bullets dot one or sweating bullets podcast at outlook dot com. Now, I was going to say if you want to cash at me so I can send more people out to these things, I can. Should I give you my cash app information? Hmm, we'll discuss it. How about that? You can hit it up at the little money sign, Sweating Bullets. That's my. As that would be the easiest way to get me some money so I can send correspondence out and about to get us more reports on all the wonderful riots, demonstrations, protests, all that good stuff. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, tell all your friends about Sweating Bullets Podcast. Just tell them to Google Sweating Bullets Podcast. I'll be listening to us in no time. Um, what else? Anything else, Michelle? Can you think of anything?
1: No, I'm still listening to you beg for money.
0: Yeah, I'm panhandling right now. <laughs> Do you have a license? <laughs> I I got my driver's license. I went yesterday and got it.
1: That's for another show.
0: Oh, that was interesting, actually. But anyways, um, what else? What else is there? Thanks again. I guess I'm gonna leave you with the song Michelle picked this song. So she, I think she was um hinting at me. She wants me to pour some sugar on her. But here we go. Goodbye. Yeah, we love like bomb,
2: bomb, bomb, mama, mama, mama.